All right. So today, well, first of all, welcome to the Stairway to Healing podcast. And today we have a very special guest on, a good friend of mine. Her name is Jasmine. She has Shakti Flow, which is a yoga studio, yoga brand, I guess we'll call it. Yeah. And she does yoga right here, actually. If you're watching our video, she does yoga in our yoga studio here. Um, right now it's every Wednesday, 2 and 7 p.m. And she's also going to really soon be offering some online classes as well, which we're very excited about. But I'm going to kind of um, give you the floor now to tell us a little bit. Let's start with um, how did you get into yoga, like in general, yoga as a practice? Well, that's a great question. Thank you. And thanks for having me on. Um, I found yoga when I was three. And that's not even a flex. I found it when I was three. I love this story. My dad found a VHS tape, like you call to order on the screen, EIEI yoga for kids. And there were like barn animals, like someone dressed as a cow and a rooster and a couple of, and there was this like farmer guy leading it. And we would do little yoga things. Yeah. And I would do it with the video. I used to do a lot of fitness on, on tape. Um, It started with EIEI yoga. I never realized that's where it started. <laughs> I used to do so cool. typo with Billy Blanks. I used to do Jane Fonda. I love Billy Blanks. It's like that energy. I used to do, um, it was mostly Billy Blanks. Uh, a couple other yoga videos with um, Guyam. Yeah. Yeah. You know what you would love? What would I love? <laughs> I My first like workout that I regularly did on video was Carmen Electra. I and love she was like, that. And she was like, There was a lot of like you have a chair. I don't know. It's mm-hmm. crazy. And she I was would saying say, yeah. very funny things. I love that. Yeah, and that's the scene. That's my goal. <laughs> and I know the eighties are gone and the nineties are gone, but maybe we can we can bring back that vibe because yeah. I really loved watching videos like that, getting the instruction from those really energetic. Um, I know Billy Blanks was the best. He was the best. <laughs> uh, and he made you feel strong, you know. So I want to combine the EIEI yoga farmer. Billy Blanks and Carmen Electra. Yes. Yeah. I feel like <laughs> put them into Shakti Flow. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. So fast forward. So from three years old, how did yoga kind of transform into what it is now for you? It was a through line for me. Um, many, many people go through body image issues in middle school, high school, even younger. I remember as early as second grade and kindergarten feeling self-conscious about physical spots on my body and physical things that I would, about, I would worry about people noticing and seeing. So over time, I became really disciplined with my physical asana, my physical yoga practice. And from, there's a term called proprioception. It's how you can envision where in your body is doing what. You can picture your hip flexor the way that ball and socket joint is. You can picture how to hold your arm out at a 90 degree angle instead of like lopsided. Like proprioception is picturing your body Mm. in space. And from that, being so self-aware as a child, I was able to channel it through yoga and through the the physical movements to find a different way to connect with my body, to be hyper-aware of where it was, what it was doing. And then through yoga philosophy, building certain shapes with the body to open up pathways for energy to flow correctly, flow evenly, flow um, freely, freely, correctly is the wrong word, flow freely. Um, I found confidence, this deep confidence that didn't have anything to do with the physical body, but it was through the physical body. And that kind of helped me 
And I understood that uh, quite young. Um, and from there, I found tantric teachings of using the senses to go deeper within for a meditative experience and learning more about what we can use the body for. It can be some really fun things. Um, and yeah, I, I did a yoga teacher training. Um, my first one was online. And with that came a lot of um, impersonator, what's that called? Imposter, Imposter syndrome, because I knew yoga and I could teach it and people felt great. And they're like, even down to the, oh, your voice is so clear. I love listening and being guided. I had a lot of imposter syndrome my first few years of teaching. Um, and then I went to Shivakali yoga, uh, teacher training in Hawaii who they're, they're doing it soon again. They're amazing. I love all of their classes. Their teachers are great. So check them out as well. Shivakali is amazing. We'll plug them. Yeah. They do some things in Hawaii and Bali, Costa Rica, and, um, in California. And they have a lot of deep, uh, philosophy, really, um, gorgeous instruction with Ashtanga inspired vinyasa, which is what I teach. Um, and from there, it just really solidified, uh, the path that had been rolling and going and making sense just really, um, kept building from there. And then after, after that yoga teacher training, Shakti yoga wellness, and then Shakti flow really solidified because, um, there's so much in yoga offerings and platforms all over the place. It's a lot about relaxing. And then you have the other side, which is power yoga, and then hot hit, which is not yoga, it's yoga adjacent, mm -hmm. but it's, it's those ways to, um, to get a workout in. Uh, but I like the, um, lots of round movements, lots of energized, lots of like dance parties when you're in it. So you have that, um, it's called, uh, spira and sukha, sweetness and, um, well the opposite, uh, like the foundation and then the sweetness in it. Mm -hmm. So I find, um, a real release and a real connection at the same time to having a really strong foundation in a pose, but then your upper body is moving, you know? So it's nice to, to use yoga, which is strict and put a little fun in it. So that's, that's my path. And that, those are the teachers. I, that, those are the classes I teach right now at uh, house of healing. And you can find me online and on my platform there. We'll add everything below. Yeah, we'll add all the links. If you are watching this and you've seen previous episodes, we're not in the same room. We're actually in the yogi, the yoga studio. The yogi today. studio. The yogi it's studio. also the yoga that's come out. Freudian <laughs> slip there. But I'm actually curious about yoga theory because mm -hmm. I've heard that term dropped a few times, but I don't really know much about it. Yeah. Can you speak on that? So yoga um, is a philosophy the movement that people simplify and just call it yoga, the practice where you go and you move on a mat and you leave and you're barefoot, like that's only a piece of it. Um, there's so much more to it. Um, beyond the philosophy, um, belong, beyond the philosophy, there's also Ayurveda that ties right in, the sister science of it. There's so much. And my classes don't go too far into the philosophy um, besides using uh the time on the mat to really come to uh yoga can be translated as union or yoke like to 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 find that union between that's part of the philosophy some people say it's yourself and the greater source some say it's you and everyone around you compassion some say it's you and your body body mind spirit those things so touching on it a little bit um it's that 
Yeah, there's a lot. There's so many books. There's so many teachings. And I like to stay on the mat with the classes that I teach and the offerings that I do so people can be free to explore the headier stuff on their own. Um, I like to teach through the body and help people connect and find confidence and um, just feel at home. So it sounds like you're guiding them through or your students through um, like feeling the benefits of it. And then if they want to dive deeper on their own and kind of explore what it is that they're feeling or put a name to it, yeah. is that what the yoga theory would be? Absolutely. The, the, the specific Jasmine spice <laughs> to um, the classes that I teach are not going to be found in um, the traditional, the traditional texts, the Vedic texts. Um, I'm inspired by those every day, but the, um, for some, it can be like a sensual aspect of it, of feeling your own body, um, accepting yourself right where you are, um, being kind to joints that are a little sore, easing into something slow and coming and, or working yourself really hard, yeah. doing a very hard flow, sweating, feeling that, forgetting about the um, the alignment for a moment and just feeling how strong you are and how good it feels. So I take a step away from the traditional philosophy there. Definitely. Mm -hmm. Um, and I've done that before too. Um, I've, I've taught tipsy twilight yoga on the beach, which, um, with a wine glass in your hand, if you, if you tip over, you have to sip it. Um, you hold it in Lotus and you, I, I like to bring fun into yoga. I love that. And then I let everyone who comes to me have fun and then go back to that clear, uh, sometimes strict, old, ancient knowledge. Yeah. I so I kind of skirted that question, but I hope something came out. I feel like that. I I'm I want to like kind of regurgitate what I'm hearing and feeling, which is like, and I have taken one, only one so far, one of your classes. I'm excited to take many more. But I feel like what I'm feeling from you and hearing is that like, you almost want to get people out of their heads about yoga and into their bodies. Very much. So it's like, you know, I've been taking yoga since I was like 15, not three, but like 15, you know, I've been taking yoga on and off and I've had moments in my life where I'm very devoted to the practice, doing it every day. I'm not quite there right now, but I want to get back towards that. But anyway, I have a pretty decent background. And so for me, I've noticed like one of the hardest things for people in yoga and one of the main purposes is actually to get out of your head and into your body. But I think when we're so worried about like the, the dogma or like the philosophy of the practice, which is something I love philosophy. So this has been hard for me. It's like sometimes hard to be like, wait, just exist, like just exist in your body yeah. and move and flow and like feel good. And like one thing I'll notice about myself in a yoga class is like sometimes I'm like, I've got like this like intense look on my face, like maybe the position's really hard or I'm just trying to like make sure I'm doing it right. And I try to like intentionally like soften my face. And I, what I love about your class is like, you're kind of goofy in it and like you make it like fun and it doesn't have to be this like super serious, hardcore thing because it should also be like fun. Like, you know, I feel like um, you kind of find a way to like, you know, at times bring out the inner child and then at times bring out like, you know, our sensuality and our sexuality. And then, and those can both live inside of us at the same time. Yeah. And so it's beautiful to be able to kind of like, get those things out. And I feel like those are two sides of ourselves that if we're too in our heads, they're not going to be out present. And yeah. so I think you're sort of creating like an embodiment practice. Right? So much. That, yeah. So much. 
And yes. isn't that, those are like the two things that I think we struggle with most mm. in embracing our inner child and our sexuality. Yeah. Because they're the things that like, we're told like, all right, we have all these responsibilities. So our inner child needs to like chill out, you know, be quiet. Or we forget yeah. how to even play. Yeah. Well, that's a huge thing I notice with my clients all the time, a recurring thing. And it's happened in my own life is like, people forget how to play. They don't know what's fun. Mm -hmm. They literally lose their fun factor is what I call it. And that like breaks my heart. So I think like doing yoga where it's like, it doesn't have to be all adult and serious. It can be like your three-year-old doing E-I-E-I-O yoga. Is yes, that what it is? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> like yeah. that's what I love that you're like bringing that into it because, and that's kind of like what you said, you know, it's like your inner child is part of who you are as a teacher. And then so is like your adult, beautiful sexuality, like confidence, all of that can play a part and be a huge factor in like how you teach. And I think that's great. I think the world needs yoga teachers that are, are teaching in that way. Yeah. Thank you. It's definitely different than places I've been. Um, the music is loud when I teach so you can hear that and feel the beat and feel that flow of it, get into a movement. Maybe you're not going the same pace as me. I hope you're not. I hope you're going the way you need to be going that day. Mm -hmm. Maybe, um, maybe your breath is faster than mine. Maybe you need to work something out right now. And instead of punching a pillow, you're doing a sun salutation really hard. And, um, it's unique. What you need each day is unique. It's different. Um, and yeah, it's a really, really good way to sneak up on pieces of yourself that you don't know are hiding in your hips. You don't know are hiding in your, when you open, you're like, Oh wow, that felt good. Let me stay open. Or I don't feel comfortable in this space. Why do I need to cover? Why do I need to keep my heart safe? Um, why does my throat, like, why do I want to open, but what's holding me back so that the body can inform us on stuff. So I like sneaking up on trauma yeah, <laughs> and finding it. Yeah, and That's making it fun story. and then partying with that trauma in the body and then inviting it to move on because we have fun shapes to make with our muscles. Would you say that like your yoga practice is sort of what brought you like to the level of confidence that you're at? Because I'm just going to say as somebody that knows her, like she's a very confident woman, as you should be. But everybody think, I love that. And I yeah. think that's kind of like a gift that you bring to the world is like bringing people more confidence. And would you say that yoga is like a huge factor of what, what brought you to there? It helped me shed certain, um, certain desires for my body image as a child developing. But I, stepping away from yoga to answer your question, yeah. my confidence comes from the fact that nobody is going to stand up for me like I will. Mm -hmm. I'm aware that the way the world is set up is not for me to succeed successfully. You know, not, not, it's not all easy until I step into where alignment actually is. Um, and the confidence that I have is me believing in myself, despite outer things telling me that that won't work. Um, so when I feel in flow, the confidence is there, but I feel personally, I've had to fight for that. Mm -hmm. So my confidence is quite, um, Let's see how I'm going to answer this truthfully. I want to be really authentic. Yoga is the way that I am called to bring it out in others, but my own confidence, it's a lot. There's a lot that goes into it. It's in being honest with myself and what I need to be doing every second. Mm -hmm. My intuition and my discernment. 
every single second. And you could teach those things through yoga though, right? Exactly. And it might be one of the easier channels for you personally. To connect to, to connect. other people, to bring that out in them, to really encourage them and saying, if that doesn't feel good, do this pose. Yeah. Um, listen to your that, intuition. If exactly. your body is saying no, listen. Exactly. And if your body's saying yes, say fuck yeah. I love to see people being true to themselves because it's really hard. It's really hard. And I love to give people that fire to use to stick up for themselves because it's hard to, um, it can, it can be some people are in flow and everything feels wonderful. And that's what I want for everybody. But, um, fighting for yourself is, it can be fun. Mm -hmm. There can be fun in it. May I ask why is alignment to you so important? or bringing out that in others. Because everyone else is so loud, because everyone else is so ready to give advice, because everyone else is so ready to tell other people what worked and what didn't work for them, and they might not even be the right ones to tell them that. Because your guidance that you can find within is going to be so much, so much better than anything you're gonna hear from anybody. Um, down to what you should eat, down to who you should distance yourself from, down to what down to down to what angle you should have your leg in pigeon. A more intense stretch today, a less intense. Listening to yourself is hard and it's so important. It's so important. Wow. Like me that was silence. powerful. Yeah. yeah. I just wanted to take a deep breath on that. Digest that. If you're listening, take a deep breath with us. Just find your own alignment. We could drop the mic right now. I know. I think we I'm like, do we even need to go further? Is that the end? Where are we on time? That was so beautifully expressed. And you know, wow. I'm I'm not so much of a yogi, but I I respect it and I keep being called to it. Um, but I'm curious from your perspective, like how people find that through movement, how do they find that alignment, that authenticity, that kind of avenue to the spirit if you would because I feel like yoga is it but I'm sure you have a, a much more beautiful way of kind of expressing that that's a great question yoga to me isn't going to look like it does for everybody so what I'm going to say some people might say that's not yoga yes it is yes it is isn't everything right. yoga no no, <laughs> <laughs> no. some is some is yoga is definitely not everything Sorry, I cut you off. What were you Some is say? meditation. I feel like everything almost is. Okay. Everything could be. Okay. Why isn't it like, like it if we be? exist in a yogic state yeah. and we're conscious? Yeah. It could be all yoga. It could. It should be. Like I'm petting Mac. And yeah. It could be yoga. And if you're this present, yoga you're mindful. Mac. He's like, no, I don't like. He's you. like, <laughs> trying to get away. <laughs> Here's what you need to do. Not you specifically. Here's what I invite everybody to do. Ooh. Give yourself a little space. It doesn't need to be on a mat. It just needs space to move around. Dim the lights, set some candles, choose three, four, a couple songs that you love to listen to. 
set the scene in any way you can and like romance yourself. Oh my gosh. Mm. Like dress up in what feels good. It doesn't have to be leggings. It doesn't have to be anything, but dress up, turn on that music, have the lights low. Don't be interrupted. Don't put on a show for anybody else because with the body, we're usually, I'm speaking for myself for the, with the body. So many people are usually performing and there's a mask that we use in for our emotions and our speaking, but it's also with their body. Sit up straight. So you look professional, cross your legs. So you look demure. No, no, no. Move how you want to music that turns you on. See what your body is craving. Is it craving being flung around? Is it craving just holding yourself? Is it craving stretching? And then from there, you can go into some more um, traditional poses with the body that's awake, with the body that you're connected to, with the body that's um, that you're working with, yeah. not against. I love that. So beautiful. And for people that find it difficult to meditate, do you find that yoga helps them get into that space a lot quicker? So much. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yoga is traditionally um, intended to loosen up the joints and the muscles on the body to sit deeper in meditation for longer. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Um, yoga can also be seen as... Um, uh, a way to experience difficulty while keeping a level head while experiencing um, discomfort. There's the word discomfort on purpose. So you can better deal with discomfort later in, in the day. Holding warrior two is hard. You know, it's a difficult pose tree, all of these, like any pose when done correctly is probably a little difficult. If you're engaging your core, if you're mindful of every single thing, if you're breathing into your tips of your fingers, all the way to your soles of your feet, like if you're, fully in it, it's hard. Mm-hmm. What was the question? I was going somewhere. What was the whole, what was the original? That was the answer. Shoot. Yeah, so I think that was the was, answer. Yeah. Oh, it's easier to get into that. Meditation. Meditation. The answer was yeah. yes. So when you're focused, it's the same as looking at a point on the wall, staring at a flame, think, uh, uh, counting, inhale, exhale, one, two, you can just use the body. Some people don't need that. Some people can get into a certain meditative state by finding stillness. Some people um, could explore focusing on some movement, the mindful meditation, that that movement meditation. Some could um, gaze at a point, but definitely try movement. See how you feel when you're focusing so much on what you're doing with your body. Like on leg day, it's the same. It's that same intensity that you're doing on in your form under a under a belt, like under a weights when you're doing it. Uh, knees are here, core. There's so much to think about. So you can absolutely see how that feels. Wow. Yeah. So I have a question, which I feel like is somewhat been answered because you started yoga at the age of three. But I find for a lot of people in the spiritual world, yoga is kind of like the segue, like that's sort of like the first thing. Um, For you, I also know something else about you, which you might say is like right off the bat was just the segue. But um, how would you say like your journey in spirituality has been like related to yoga? Like is yoga the main inspiration? Is there other things that kind of, or, or like what was the journey like? Like which things did you gravitate to when? I'm just curious for spirituality. Yeah. Spirituality as a whole, like concept. At the same time as I was doing yoga with cows on the TV, Mm -hmm. I was building fairy houses and reading books that I later got in trouble for because it had witchcraft in it. So, and beyond that, my family meditated regularly Mm -hmm. and, um, 
had a lot of Buddhist and Christian Christianity in terms of teachings and stuff. I would have to meditate for 20 minutes before dinner. Dinner was ready. And I said, okay, let's set the timer, meditate for 20 minutes. And I was like, so there was a lot in there. So, so my path of spirituality. It was like instilled by your parents in a major way. No, that was just meditation and spirituality. A lot of people define it differently. Hmm. But from finding that. Um, what about finding like your own path? Let's yeah. like forget your parents. Let's take them out of it. Yeah. Jasmine and what she wanted. When I was able to disconnect from the judgment very young, it was through yoga because of that proprioception that I mentioned before, mm-hmm. like what your body's doing. Mm-hmm. When things started to feel connected to something bigger, I was definitely able to feel like, like, um, energized. So would you say like you're learning yoga made you feel connected to something bigger? So much. And I didn't notice how much, I didn't notice how much until now Mm -hmm. at yoga teacher training in Hawaii, there was a big, um, emphasis on well not a big emphasis but there was a an emphasis on the lineage of what it was Mm -hmm. and who the teachers who came before were and there's a big beautiful thing being a part of the lineage there but the reason I teach yoga and not just sensual embodiment which I also would love to do but the reason I teach yoga like in my spicy way is because the teachings there are so There's something there. There's something there. When you're doing these poses regularly and you're breaking through mental blocks, physical blocks, when you do certain work with it, I definitely feel connected to source there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so you're also interested in like witchcraft and rituals, sensuality, stuff like that. Um, anything else that you're kind of like dabbling in or are those like your main and how also how do you join them that's such a good question how do i join them i mean hmm, that's a really good question would you say that like yoga is like a ritual to you i think so but they're so different yeah i wouldn't separate so maybe they're not joined on the surface, they're probably very similar in the way that I prepare for, like, um, they feel different to me. But you, you take similar. time, like, staging and setting and intention in both, um, but it's just a little bit different. It's almost like two halves of the same thing, kind of. Absolutely. They're yeah. so similar. They yeah. feel so different in my head. Because one is with my body as the only tools, even if I'm setting the space. And the other one is like the ritual ingredients that I've collected, the setting the scene in a different way. And then I'm using those. They're so similar though. (laughs) Oh yeah. Black cat says yes. (laughs) Only we knew what he was saying. They tie off each other. When I feel blocked, my yoga practice suffers. Mm. But I think everybody... Everybody, like you said, you're not doing yoga every morning currently. Yeah. When I feel 
Like even somebody that teaches yoga, yoga is hard to keep doing. Anything's hard to keep doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so they definitely tie into the things that make me feel the most badass. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm, I'm sort of asking partly too, because I do feel like when you're doing something regularly, like to me, routine is ritual. Yeah. It's sort of like a daily ritual that you do. So it's like, in a way, yoga is kind of one of the rituals you do, but it's yeah. also kind of separate because you're like, well, with yoga, it's a very specific ritual where you're like just using your body and like your breath and your mat maybe mm-hmm. or whatever surface you have on hand. Um, whereas like with rituals, it's like you're taking all these ingredients and it's what more you're doing it more with like your hands. Yeah. Yeah. Your feet aren't involved as much, probably. <laughs> it depends on the ritual. I don't know. But there is there's that um, there's a concept called sadhana, which is practice. That's mm-hmm. your your practice that you um, as a yogi, you have your practice, and that is absolutely a ritual. It yeah. so is. And I'm excited to continue my practice and see it more as ritual. Yeah. It absolutely is. Wow. Yeah. Wow, amazing. That's um fun. This has been such an amazing conversation. I'm just very happy that you came on. Thank you. Me too. Thank you. Um, I think what I want to do is ask you now, if you had like one message to kind of give to the world, what would you want to say or leave them with? Don't let anybody tell you how to move your body. It might be walking out the door. It might be entering a door. It might be taking a certain pose and a modification that feels better for you. But the knowledge that your physical body has that you can connect to is so, so important. And it shouldn't be ignored. Mm. Thank you. Love it. So you have some stuff coming up in the near future. I do. Um, if you don't already follow her or connected with Jasmine on social media, we're going to leave everything linked below. Um, she has some incredible workshops coming up that are going to be offered in person as well as online. Is that mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, so definitely click those links. Um, stay connected with her. And I feel like we're going to have to have you back because I, yeah. I'm like getting chills throughout this entire we, I want to have one that's like, we'll talk more about like rituals, I like sensuality in general or yeah. something. Yeah. yeah. Maybe glamour magic. Yeah, something like that. All of those. Oh my we, God. When we do our glamour magic workshop, which is going to come up in the probably early spring. Early spring. Um, when everybody's done hibernating. When we're awakening. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. So everything will be linked down below. Definitely give her a follow on her socials. And yeah. What's the name of your business again? Shakti Yoga Wellness. Shakti Yoga Wellness. Yes. Well, thank you again for being here and for sharing your wisdom with us. Thank you. Thank Thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you. That was fun. It was fun.